And welcome to another episode of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. My name is Sean, and today's guest is TJ Hodder. He is the host of The Hodder Show, which is a podcast similar to mine as he interviews musicians, content creators, and dynamic personalities. You can check out The Hodder Show wherever you get your podcasts right now. So here it is, my interview with TJ Hodder of The Hodder Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have a huge treat for you this evening. Joining me now, the host of The Hotter Show, TJ Hotter. What's going on, man? What's up, Sean? It's great to be here, man. I'm, uh, I'm honored to be on, on the show, brother. Yeah, so before we begin, you are both sensible and cynical, correct? I have my moments. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had to pick one, sensible or cynical... Which one? Which one would you be? Probably ah, probably a little more. <laughs> I I think I I think I I lean more towards sensible for the most part, <laughs> but depending on who you ask, I'm pretty cynical too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. Talk about um. First off, talk about your show and how did how did it all start? So it's interesting for me, man. Like, like the um. Real quick, the more that I'm thinking about it, I think I got to go with 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 uh, cynical. <laughs> the more that I think about it. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The <laughs> little, being honest, <laughs> little do it, do a little U-turn, do a little U-turn. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the day, let's go with cynical today, though. <laughs> uh, but so for for me, my whole podcast journey started kind of by accident. Um, I was going to be a part of a YouTube series with a friend of mine who was going to do, he did like wrestling videos where he did like reviews and things of that nature Yeah, for a while that like were huge wrestling fans. And I was going to be a part of it. And I had always joked around about doing a podcast because my background is I used to work in a music store. So I'd talk with bands and I'd basically interview bands in the store, just like having a conversation with them. Right. I'd ask them all these Mm. questions and they'd be like, dude, you're like interviewing us. Like, cause I was so interested in it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I always threatened that I was going to do something like a podcast. And one day I was supposed to go to my buddy's place to start recording these videos. I was going to do like a segment on his show. He had to cancel as things come up in life. And I was like, man, I feel so creative tonight. And I was firing on all cylinders and I'm sitting in this room alone. I am just like sitting there and I'm like, oh, like I'm so creative right now. And I have this podcast thing, man. If I did a podcast, I could call it a podcast. And then I like mm. laughed hysterically for five minutes because I thought it was the dumbest thing I'd ever thought of. <laughs> so I went and the, luckily I had a microphone and a little interface thing for my iPod touch that I had rocking back then. Yeah. And I recorded the first episode. Did Couldn't even edit it because I didn't even own a computer at the time. Yeah. I just basically edited it on GarageBand on my iPod and threw it up and the rest is kind of history. Here we are six years and 300 episodes later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking, man, our podcasts are kind of similar. Yes. Well, and you've been, you've been slugging it out for a while too. It was like 2000, was it like mid 2017 you started out? Yeah. Well, there's a long story. Um, well, uh, obviously everyone's probably heard it before, but uh, <laughs> uh, so I used to have a co-host 
right. his name his name was Frank Jag, and um, we were we were friends. How about we leave it at that? I guess <laughs> I have nothing I have nothing personal against the guys. Just you know, sometimes it's just like in relationships, friends mm -hmm. disappear or not disappear. That's a little harsh, <laughs> but people grow apart in life sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so he he didn't care enough, and I cared too much, and. Yeah. You know, and then there you go. And then I kept it. I kept it going. So it used to be like we used to have a topic. It used to be like where he would shoot the shit, and then I would be cynical. He would think he was sensible. That's how it all started. Right. And then I was like, screw it. Our best downloads were download were uh, interviews. So I was like, screw it. I'm just gonna turn this into an interview show. And uh, I've been going just me 2018, 19, something like that interesting man about podcasting as well man i tell people you know i have certain uh friends that are thinking about getting into the podcast or think about joining the other two million podcasts but uh the first thing i tell them is to get on the get the app or uh, get the podcast through on apple would you agree with that yeah it, like at it, it one point i think more nowadays there's certain services that are a little more popular than apple i would say but i've never been an apple guy like i've i've haven't owned an iphone in years mm -hmm. so like but apple definitely a lot of things go through apple yeah, so a lot yeah. of your podcast apps like um like your podcatcher app stuff like antenna pod mm -hmm. podcast addict uh there's pod chaser goes through it i think yeah, the actual thing pod. Yeah, pod chaser does. There's like, a, if you go on and type in podcast app on mm -hmm. your iPhone or your Android or whatever, there's going to be about 30 apps that pop up and most of them use the iTunes feed. And that's how they pull their podcasts off and put them on their apps, which is whatever it works. But like, for me personally, I found that you know, Apple's fantastic. And that's what a lot of podcast charts and stuff like that use, which is great if your listeners listen on Apple. But mm. if they don't, if they're like me and most of mine are on Spotify, mm. my show basically doesn't exist on the podcast charts because I'm not, I'm not on Apple. Right. Like I should right. say it mine's, exist. mine's fair, opposite. Yeah. Mine's um, Apple's most of my downloads. I would yes, say, yeah, you're I would Podbean, say, right? right. I would say 40 yeah. per, good, a solid 40% are Apple without Apple. I mean, it's yeah. I I'm not you. sensible or cynical. <laughs> I'm, I, neither. You're just you're just out in the void, man. <laughs> well, that's like I'm just, I'm, I'm just yeah. there, right? Like I'm a, I've been using Anchor now for uh, for a couple of years, and Anchor is a Spotify yeah. company, and they've I mean yeah, I, I'm not Anchor a big, saved my podcast, so like yeah, I but I'm not have a nothing big, but love. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not a big Anchor guy. But I get why people do it. I get why people mm -hmm. do it. I get it. Oh yeah. I, I talk with new podcasters a lot, you know, as I'm sure you do as well, like yep. being around as long as you have, like, you know, there is, there's almost like it'd be a whole podcast on just what to do and what not to do. Mm -hmm. I always say to people, I can't give you advice on how to have a super successful podcast because I've just, mm -hmm. I've never, I'm all, I'm really happy with where I'm at and where I've always been at because it's, it's fun and it's, you know, mm -hmm. it's my hobby, but like, if you, hey, TJ, how do I have a successful podcast where I make millions of dollars? Well, mm. I can't help you there, but here's a bunch of mistakes I made over the last six years that I'm going to yeah. tell you not to do so that you don't make those mistakes. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, like, and I'm so envious of celebrities who just come on and they can hire people to do it for them. Yeah. And I'm like, man, because getting downloads are probably, are, uh, 
ups and downs, you know. And of course, as you know, as an interviewer, it it kind of depends on the guest. <laughs> yes, and the thing is, that's, that's I mean, that's the that's called a spade a spade. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like if you're, like that's one thing I've always been very mindful of. Like I I have people on my show that I want to talk to. I don't. I haven't Me really. Too. Yeah, I haven't really made that jump to be like, oh, I'm gonna have on trying to have on all these famous people because I want to get downloads because in my experiences, some of my best episodes I've ever had download wise mm-hmm. was just me hanging with a buddy. Like, Oh it's yeah. Like, oh, well, and it's, it's subject just, matter. it's word of mouth. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah. It's all subject matter. Like some, <laughs> I see some podcasts that they'll start out yeah. and they'll start having on all these, you know, quote unquote famous people. And <laughs> they'll last for 13 or 14 episodes. Cause they're like, well, I'm not famous yet. It's like, well, you yeah, know, man. Like not every famous person you have on is going to share the product, right? Like that's the biggest thing is anytime mm-hmm. I've, I've reached out to a publicist or whatever, it's like, I always ask if I have this person on, are they going to, can I get a little promotion out of this? And they're just kind of like, nah, I'm like, well, then what's <laughs> the point? Like, yeah. you know, you know, unless I'm having a Kanye West, like no one gives a shit. <laughs> or Will Smith. Or Will Smith. Or Will Smith. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will, what happened? Come on, talk to me. It's your buddy TJ. Come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's my my friend Chris. What's going What's going on? Chris? What's up, buddy? Come on, man. Come on the show. Let's talk. Like, unless you're getting into like that kind of stuff as a new podcaster, if you don't already yeah. have a following, like it is really tricky. It and is. I have a lot of respect for people who make that jump. You know, who start off as literally like, no one. And yeah, make like that um, jump. yeah, like organically, you know, but um. Mm-hmm. Let's talk specifically about uh, the Hotter Show. You said 2016. So, how did you come up with the theme, and what's your most memorable episode like from early on? Oh, geez. Well, as far as the theme of the show, it's always been just I, I have I'm I'm very fortunate that I have a lot of a lot of interests, right? But music has always been my big thing. So, if anyone asks what my podcast is, I always say. It's like I'm sitting down with my guest and we're just having a coffee or we're having a beer. That's mm-hmm. how I do my I used to be a little more hey. prepared as an interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Cheers. I'm actually having a, a, a nice refreshing diet coke right I'm now. I'm having but, coffee. Uh, I'm coffee. <laughs> right on. <laughs> but um yeah, like I will uh I used to be a little bit more like of a professional interviewer sometimes. Mm. But I found that you know what? Like that's not fun for me. And right if I have someone on and I'm asking them questions that like someone who's doing like a 10 minute interview, right? Mm, like yeah. we're having a long form conversation. Let's both get something out of this conversation. Right. right? Like right, that's, right. that's how this should be. And that that's more fun for everybody involved. I think anyway, that's the content I well, like. So it's yeah. always been, yeah. The, the way I've always treated it is like when I'm back at the store talking with these bands also like, Hey man, like, who do you like? Who's some of your favorite? Inf- <laughs> who's some of your influences? Who, what's the first music you ever heard? Like, mm-hmm. or if I'm talking to a podcaster, like what's the podcast that got you into the game? Like, you know, what was your, the, the episode you did when you knew, okay, I well, want to yeah, do this. Well, yeah, that's what I just for, asked. Right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's very, it, and that's what's so fun about this for me is like, cause I don't, I'm not usually on the other end of things. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, that's, really the theme but like overall i've like i used to do a lot of wrestling as well back in the day too um and i mean i've dabbled in 
paranormal conspiracy theory type stuff. I've done mm-hmm. a little bit of like horror story narration. I do a little bit of relationship talk sometimes. Like you got one episode for someone that's like new to the show that you would point them oh, to. Jeez, um, that is a very difficult question to just answer. pick one. Just like um, any mini mini mo. Well, probably mo- most recently, like the last year and a yeah. bit. My my favorite episode I think I've done because I have so much respect for the guys. I had a chat with Jason Wilson from the Gray Rooms, which is a phenomenal horror audio drama podcast. And mm. that was a lot of fun because I was allowed to just be very free flowing and he's a mm. professional, but we were also right. both kind of drunk. <laughs> so it was uh mm-hmm. it was just a really I've been there. Yeah, I've exactly. There. Yeah. So like it was a really fun chat for sure. What what do you like? like most about podcasting like what's the number one thing that keeps you going it's really it's the freedom with a lot of podcasts right like that's i can come on this podcast and it can be i can do whatever i want with it i can have any kind of a creative outlet that i want if Mm -hmm. i want to have someone on for an interview i can do that if i want to come on and rant about something i can do that if i want to come on and just be a goofy idiot for (laughs) an hour i can do that like you know, what this podcast has really become for me is just a really fun outlet, right? And I can mm-hmm. I can do whatever I want with it. And right. it, it can get tricky sometimes. Like I've been going, you know, like for yourself, like I've gone for six years and I haven't really had any downtime except for one month where I was really, really? I had to stop doing it. Well, the I really yeah. haven't either. I really mm-hmm. haven't either. Like I think like if I get tired, like I'll just stop for two weeks. Yeah. Right. And it's good. It's good that you have that to do. Cause like, I, I, I'm like that now, like if something happens and I can't have an episode for the, the week, I don't like, I used stop, to get so right? stressed out about yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Like I used to get so, really? I, I had another, yeah, I had another podcast before that was on Podbean. That's why I, I'm so familiar with Podbean mm-hmm. and I had a co-host and like, it kind of, it hurt that show because I was so like, and, Oh, I'd freak out. Well, yeah. Can, and then, inconsistencies yeah like i'd freak out and you know like oh well we can't take a week off because then our 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 bar is gonna do this right like and it's just like dude like it doesn't matter like your hardcore fan base the people who are listening every single week Mm -hmm. and that are supporting you they're gonna go oh there's no episode of the show this week or like and they're gonna come back next week right they're not gonna care yeah (laughs) the really good ones are the ones that uh download it immediately when it releases Mm -hmm. like their number pops up right away those yeah. are the ones that they don't care because they, they download it up, upon release. Oh, they have it for like set for like automatic downloads. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like know, hardcore like stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's Joe Rogan or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. They're like, <laughs> I'm not going to miss this one. <laughs> also, I did a promotional uh, song for this and you're a, you're a Stain guy? Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that was, as much as I was excited about this because, you know, like I said, I kind of been following your podcast from afar for a long time so it was cool to uh to kind of finally link up like i when you shared the logo and everything and the the hype up for it and you put on especially price to uh price to play because uh 14 shades of gray is like i I don't know if it's my favorite stain record but it's pretty damn close like i love that record and that song so i like i freaked out you were like hype man (laughs) I was yeah, like, man. dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I know we've been following each other for a long time. This mm-hmm. is this is a long time coming. Who do you think like is the greatest bassist of all time? Like, do you have a guy who's like 
he can be in any band. He can do anything for bassist. Like hmm. Pro- could be honestly. Anybody, well, but- well, one guy who I mean, he, he's part of my favorite band, but he really kind of already has done that, which is uh, a bass player by the name of Mike Inez, who is the bassist for Alice in Chains. But he also played, he played for Ozzy's band for a long time. He was a studio guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a rock bass player, obviously, you know, but yeah, he can really like, he can play anything, man. There's a few bass players I like that are like that. Another guy who is super super underrated as a bass player and some people might laugh when i say this but uh robbie merrill who is the bass player for who's the bass player for godsmack okay i saw godsmack yeah once he is another one of my top five bands and you know with godsmack the bass stuff is very generic and basic Mm -hmm. because it has to be for that kind of music but robbie is like jazz fusion level bass player. Like he just mm. like, yeah. and his talent goes way beyond what Godsmack calls for. And he's someone who like, anytime someone brings up basis, I'm like, yo, like he's one guy who always got to, you got to give him credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, I grew up with like, um, I, my first concert, I'll never forget it. My first concert when I was 16 was Disturbed at the local nice. uh, Amway Center in Orlando, like where Disney is and everything. <laughs> and um, we, were doing, we were doing shots in the, uh, at 16, I was doing shots of uh, Jack in my garage. <laughs> so at 16, mind you, I'm like this 16 year old virgin, like what the fuck am I seeing, you know? <laughs> so like, what what era of, of Disturbed was that? Was that like when 10, they- Fists in the air. Okay, so right, right, so that was, <laughs> yeah yeah that was my record when i was uh i was 16 too actually their record too so like that's i think that's gotta be my favorite disturbed record because it disturbs another band that like i love yeah I love an disturbed, underrated song sure. on that is just stop like people busting yes. my chops because of that song but that's a great song <laughs> my friend was like my friend was like of all the songs like well, the eighth the yeah. eighth on their album like <laughs> it's like really that song what's well, okay i think one of my favorite songs off that record is sons of plunder so there you oh go. yeah 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 so yeah, yeah. so I you got a my, mm-hmm. you got a mount rushmore of uh of bands i know you mentioned a few do you got oh, ones geez. that um you're like you're like uh they're like gods to you you know the first and foremost always is uh is alice in chains hmm. i am a huge like alice in chains changed my life i didn't know music could sound like that um a, a rapid fire a few that i gotta throw on there it changed the, the positions may change daily but mm. uh we got nickelback godsmack seether stained oh wow um i've seen a lot of those uh because i went to a couple outdoor mm. outdoor festivals right on so. especially that era like mm-hmm. my favorite era of music is kind of that that late 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. scene of kind of hard rock new metal the stuff everyone hates on now for some reason like well, that's yeah. my shit i love that yeah stuff. and then um were you into the pop uh punk like the blink 182 i the missed, I missed Glory, that the... yeah i am now as i've gotten older like i i've i've friends with a lot of punk and pop punk bands who grew up with that stuff mm-hmm. so i have a deep appreciation of it now Mm-hmm. as when i'm older but like back in the day like I, of course i mean look, blink 182 i, like I mean everyone's heard of them 182. of yeah. course like i <laughs> like blink 182 and obviously being canadian simple plan some 41 like i forgot you know, about simple plan yeah i forgot Dude, about simple them. plan they i got back into simple plan again like pretty recently mm-hmm. and i'm like 
shit, they got hits, man. Like just <laughs> yeah. you look yeah, at them, they're like, oh, they they had one hit, and it's like, no, they had a lot of hits. Yeah. And like people were like, oh, they fell off the earth. And I'm like, no, not really. They <laughs> still had like platinum no, records. Man. And then just, um, you know. Yeah, I also got into um, of course I'm like R and B and rap, but like if we're talking about rock music, I did get into kind of like the emo gothic stuff. Like um I you ever oh one of my favorite bands, I think they're underrated. Tell me if you think so. Bullet for my Valentine. They yes, are I, yeah. underrated as fuck. They are. They're one of those bands. They're one of those bands that has evolved in a really cool way too. Because like you look at the first record um, compared to Scream Aim Fire, where mm, yeah. they were kind of trying to figure out where they were going from the Tears Don't Fall. You know, that's my Which, favorite song. Wrong, I, I love I, yeah, that song. Don't get me wrong. I love that. I rock that song just as hard as I like, anybody uh, when it comes. I out, like almost you know? orgasmed when I saw them live, bro. <laughs> I'm like, bro, bro, bro. Uh, hold me, hold me. I'm about to go. Hold me, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm like, come. I'm like, tears don't fall. Oh. They crash around me. Yeah, yo, it's like yo. fucking awesome, bro. What, 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 what is that? Oh, shit. Ah, oh, the other, there, there's three major, major hits off that record. Um, Oh, all all these things I hate revolve around me. Is that is that the title of the song? Uh, I b- I believe so. I'm one of those like I think they're great, but I'm not like I'm not good not with like title um, guy. Yeah, title okay. guy. Like like if I hear the song, I, think, bro, I gotta look like, it up now. It's gonna bug me if I don't look like, it up. I'm yeah, also like I'm also like into weird like rock bands like um kind of pop punk, but Paramore. There was a oh, there yeah, was, right I on. like I like I like uh you know Paramore. Is that Haley Williams? Is that the lead singer? Who's yeah, Haley Williams. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. She was voted like hottest chicken rock for like yeah. the last 15 years yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah, well, and she's like super talented right on. Like, you know. Um, well, I talked about that with Boy Stick. Yeah. I think the hottest, the hottest singer of all time is Shania Twain. No, like Shania Twain, you know who that is, right? Of course. Who, so what, wait, did he say no to that? I don't remember. <laughs> no, from the chat. no, no. Did he say no, no to that? No, oh, okay. no, no. It's, it's an obvious. But people that like, people that on. people that don't that don't say Shania Twain, they don't know who she was. I'm talking about like 1990s Shania Twain. Like uh, in, yeah, of course. Like yeah. in 1994, she was the hottest woman in the world. Like period. I don't think many people would argue that. <laughs> <laughs> now, when she got when she got older, then it's you know obviously she goes back down. But like, and obviously this is subjective. <laughs> obviously this is subjective, but. To me, man. Listen, she's still like, the one you love, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, was like, she was like fucking awesome, bro. But no, man, this is cool. And it was so, uh, just real quick. It was all these things I hate revolve around me was the name of the, that one song I was talking about from Bullet. There you go, man. That you're song the music comes guru. on. It's over. Fuck, hey, you're like, fuck sports. I'm all about music. Give me all the music. Give me all the music. Music and podcasting, dude. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> What's it about music that, that you like so much? Is it like... Cause it depends on your mood. Like it's just whatever. It's so universal music. Cause yeah. it doesn't matter on like language, you know, someone in Japan can listen to, you know, Blink-182 and feel the same as bumfuck nowhere, <laughs> you know, exactly. in the United States, you know? Yeah. It's um for me, like music was my first, the first thing I had that when I was younger that gave voice to things that I was feeling that I couldn't express. And mm-hmm. for me, you know, it, it, it was really my first love 
a deep love of music of just sitting with headphones on doing nothing else but listening to music and like mm -hmm. you know really taking in everything and it can give words to a feeling sometime that you maybe can't you don't know how to express and anytime i've been very fortunate that anytime i've gone through hardship in my life i've always had either an album or a band or mm -hmm. a handful of songs that just you know puts kind of puts uh feelings into into words and it's just like wow like it, it music is so powerful and there's actually a sign i have behind me on my wall for those, those who can't see um i don't know if you can see that sean i think i'll tell my where words fail music speaks yeah. and uh that's pretty much sums up what i'm trying to say like just you can you could be in the worst fight with your girl in the world or whatever and like sometimes yes obviously it goes both ways where you could listen to something angry and it gets that emotion out right like i'm a i'm a big metal fan as well and like it wasn't until i got older and kind of went through some shit that i kind of i i understood what metal was it's right. like oh he's not literally saying walk with me in hell meaning we're gonna go to hell and walk through it <laughs> right. It's, right oh no he means like <laughs> hey man take hold of my hand for you are no longer alone walk with me in hell hey man we're both going through some shit. yeah let's pull each other up and fucking rage through this and it's like oh okay yeah. like it's a metaphor and then my life was changed forever autotune's gotten into rock music right i mean it's everywhere oh yeah yeah i think nowadays it's um there's a lot of talented people out there who, you know, you might have someone who's a really talented writer mm. and who is really great at writing melodies. Right. But their their voice, like the tone of their voice isn't great mm -hmm. all the time. So if you use a little bit of auto-tune to clean that up live, yeah. I don't see a problem with it anymore. I think a lot of people that, and I have this conversation with like, professional musicians right and they always right. say the same thing to me they're like dude like pretty much everyone uses a little bit nowadays like a li little bit i'm not talking like in order to hit a high note you need auto tune. i'm talking like hey i'm having a rough night can we just clean it up a little bit it's just cleaning things up right like sure. i don't think there's anything wrong with that but if you're relying on it for your performance mm -hmm. and you need it it's like uh, should yeah you maybe rethink yeah. it i mean I, I if you asked me that question 10 years ago i'd have a totally different response yeah know, blame but. always blame t-pain that's what people do <laughs> always blame once t-pain once i'm sprung came out and i'm in love with the stripper was that over. yeah it was a wrap after that i mean well, but but what's funny about that too is t-pain can sing his ass off you can have you but have he'll but he'll yeah but after even till after he, you know, after he's no longer with us, he'll always be known as the auto tune yeah, guy. The auto tune guy. <laughs> so, what do you see the what do you see the future of the podcast, man? Do you see yourself like changing the theme, or do you like where you're at? Talk about the future of the show. As far as for me, I'm gonna keep doing my thing. Um, I mean, I've been doing the show the way I have been for the last six years. At this point, I'm kind of like, why change anything now? You know, uh, uh, some professionals have given me the advice of like, hey, stick with one avenue, like only do one type of interview, only, mm -hmm. you know, find your niche and stick with it. And I'm like, that's really good advice, but I'd get really bored of that really quick. And then it's work and I don't want to do that. So this mm -hmm. podcast for me, it's something I enjoy doing. It's an outlet. It's uh, 
it's a hobby and that's how I look at it. Like I, I treat my podcast as a brand and as a business because you kind of have to in, in this game, but you know, I'm going to keep doing my thing. I'm going to keep interviewing people that I think either deserve some kind of a, of a spotlight, whether it's a, mm-hmm. a local band that has never done an interview before, or it's a content creator or excuse me, something of that nature. Um, but also like, you know, there's, there's projects I have in the works right now that I would love to, you know, not take time away from the hottest show. Cause it's always gonna be my main thing, but like, you mm-hmm. know, I've done other podcasts in the past as well. So like I've always branched out to do different things. And the thing I got cooking right now, probably going to launch next year, um, is going to be very different from what I do. So I'm excited about that. Um, I do a little bit of horror story writing on Reddit too. So like I, I have a lot of little creative outlets, so it it can be crazy sometimes to keep things focused. Yeah. And that's, that's my podcast. That's, I have all these interests. (laughs) So I talk about a lot of different stuff, but right. Sure. Sure. It makes sense. That's yeah. That's kind of what we're going to keep doing going forward is just keep slugging it out. And 10 years from now, I'll be like, ah, (laughs) right on. I'll be on like episode 3000 and be like, yeah. Holy shit, I just broke a thousand downloads again. Woo! I know, like, I know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, man. I was told at one point by someone on air, and I wish I could remember the episode because I've talked about it enough. I'm gonna have to like, go back and listen through and find it. But someone said to me once, dude, you're like the Joe Rogan of Ontario. And <laughs> at the time, I was not a fan of Joe Rogan's podcast for whatever mm. fucking reason. I didn't yeah. understand his show. And they said that to me, and like I brushed it off. Cause I was right. kind of like, mm, you know, and then now looking back, I'm like, that's a hell of a compliment. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. then I, I heard Joe Rogan's interview with James Hetfield from Metallica. And I listened to an hour of James Hetfield and Joe Rogan talking about beekeeping. Mm-hmm. And I went, Oh, I get it now. Like it just clicked for me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, yeah, there's a reason Joe Rogan's podcast <laughs> is the biggest podcast numero yeah numero uno yeah it's it's the it's number one make no mistake <laughs> about it like some people say yo man logan paul's coming for it's like no <laughs> he's not he's not even in the same conversation yeah. so yeah <laughs> but, yeah, yeah man this has been fun bro i appreciate you coming on man this is good yeah man it's been a pleasure i appreciate <laughs> the uh, i appreciate the invite on man just bullshitting around man oh yeah brother that's what's all about <laughs> <laughs> all right man well where can people find uh the uh hotter show all social media accounts are The Hotter Show. Uh, H-O-D-D-E-R is how to spell hotter. The is T-H-E. Show is S-H-O-W. Um, <laughs> a little bit of go. bad humor there for you. Any podcast app you can find me on. Uh, I'm on all of them. I just got on Audible too. So if for some reason you're looking for podcasts on Audible, I'm on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amazon Music Podcast app. I'm pretty much on everything. <laughs> so check it <laughs> out. Right, I appreciate it, y'all. Yeah, man, this has been fun, bro. Thank you so much, Sean. I seriously appreciate it, man. There you go. Another episode in the books. Once again, I would like to thank TJ for coming on the podcast today. And I would like to thank you for listening to another episode of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly. Instagram, Sensibly Cynical Pod. And check out our Facebook group. Also, we are on WordPress. Check out our coffee mugs on Bonfire. All of our links are available on our link tree in the Instagram bio. Coming up next on the podcast, I am set to be joined by the guys over at Our Senate Culture. 
They tell you where to track down hard-to-find items. Excited for this one. I'm a collector of sorts, well, cards and such, so it'll be interesting to expand my horizons of sorts. All right, until then, please stay safe and take care.